What's up, everybody, and welcome to the Ride Share Rodeo Gig News and Interviews. I'm your host, Steve. Let's get it on. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Gig Economy Rideshare Rodeo Delivery Roundtable with all kinds of good people. <laughs> and uh, I don't have my notes tonight because I'm looking from the email because I don't know what happened. I, I thought I made the notes, and so I'm missing my intro notes and everything. So I'll just do this on the fly. I know it by heart. Uh, I got that right. Uh, maybe without my notes, I'm better. Kim's side money plans. <laughs> that, that way of Kim. On the other side is John Dash Theory TV. And beneath me is Cheyenne, who is Gig Work Mama. Hello. And then on the far other corner, that's the only one I missed, is Tony the Driven Dad. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Look at lasers. lasers. I work with lasers. I liked that. So that was good. <laughs> um <laughs> I love it. <laughs> you guys, we got some uh, we got some topics here tonight for sure. We got the DoorDash stuff going on tonight. We got two different things going on with DoorDash. One of which is the order volume is down. The other one is regarding this um, announcement they made yesterday. We have the UN, the United Nations, recognizing issues in the gig economy. We have three problems with teenage rideshare with te with uh, Uber Teen and with with Lyft in the past five days. Um, and uh, we got a couple other stories at the end too that Cheyenne and, and Tony are bringing in for us. So we got a lot for you. We're gonna see if we can pack this all into the hour to hour 15. That is our target, you guys. So um, let me see. Uh, we'll welcome everybody in the chat maybe here in a minute because I don't know how many people are in here yet, but um, I'll say hi to who's here. But uh, what's up DJ and tricks? And what's up Thomas Mathis? Still no email. No Christmas for Max. <laughs> Good. It's the easiest thing. Steve at rideshearrodeo.com. Oh, did you see the next one? He'll be emailing what? you after his shift. Oh, okay. So some Christmas for Max. <laughs> he can get a pair Not of as socks. much, but I mean. The only pair of socks he's getting is from Para. Yeah, I know. Um, that sounds like a thing. No, that's what I can't remember who it was that said that's what they want. Maybe it was Jimmy from Para. He's like, it was. We were, I was telling was them that at at the first gig con. I was like, oh, that's need what to it make was. Okay, so yeah, because we were talking about apparel, which has been a you know we just haven't gotten on it with Para, and, and I guess it was Tony that recommended it, and I, and we were trying to come up with like, should we do a collared shirt? Should we do a hat? Which one? And Tony's just like, do socks, do pair of socks. So it says P-A and R-A on the other one. <laughs> they need to do pair of catering bags. <laughs> the, the problem is with pair of socks is that uh, you lose one all the time. <laughs> well, you'll know which one was lost if it's really and if you the lose one, Or, or if you put them on backwards, it'll say Rappa. <laughs> yeah, that'd be a little so. weird. <laughs> just that. It's, um, that's just backwards day. 
What's what's up, Chris Taylor? How are you? And what's up, everybody else? Please join in throughout uh, the night. Um, but let's let's start off with this DoorDash ridiculousness. We won't start off with the order volume. We will talk talk about that after we talk about a few things. But I think John's going to lead us here on this DoorDash no tip equals cold food. Yeah. Um, so it was interesting because I saw this blurb i think it was like from the daily one of those daily internet articles daily dot there we go and then i got a, a text from a friend who actually asked me about it so it was interesting that it seems like a lot of people have already heard about this but the nutshell of it is that doordash is adding a screen to people who custom change the tip to zero and to try to submit it and saying hey this is uh people if you don't tip you know, the dashers can choose not to take your order. You're going to wait longer for your food. You're going to get cold food. Are you sure you want to do that? And uh, if they hit yes, then it's up to them. But uh, yeah, it's interesting. I think it's good because it's going back to encouraging tipping and it's kind of putting a barrier between the zero tipping. It's making it, you know, uh, less, you know, people can't say they made a mistake like you've seen some people do and uh, some of even traders videos. And so I think that's interesting. I think it's overall better for dashers, better for drivers. Because I think it's uh, tipping is, I think, a big part of what we do. Oh, it, it absolutely. I mean, I compare it to the service industry. I mean, if look, nobody would be a server if you didn't make tips. Nobody'd be a bartender if you didn't make tips. Uh, maybe in in like Europe, or I'm not even sure fully if we've discussed tipping culture in depth in Canada. But maybe even there, maybe the bartenders get paid better. Like, if you're not familiar, Cheyenne, like here. Um, cause I did it for many years, like a bartender when I was doing it in the early two thousands, um, here in Colorado, a bartender makes $2 then made $2 and 13 cents an hour. So you don't, you don't make minimum wage. You make what's called tip minimum wage. Yeah. And yeah. so therefore, if you make enough tips, you actually will see that you, you'll get a paycheck that says you worked 80 hours, but the paycheck could be for $0. Yeah. A lot of people here, it's the same way. They don't get okay. paid the minimum wage. They get paid under that because they assume that people are going to tip. Yeah. So you guys have a good tipping culture too. Cause when we talk to people in Europe, they really don't have it. Yeah. Can I be negative Nancy for half a second? Of course. <laughs> <About this. Sure. laughs> what Kim, your, I, your, your I, kindness I, is always free. Exactly. It is always free. However, <laughs> I, I personally, I just think it's too little too late. I'm just saying, first of all, they announced this to the drivers a couple of months ago. Like we covered this, I think like a couple of weeks ago when they announced it to the drivers. So we kind of knew this was already coming or had already taken effect. But, and I think I said this before, I'll say it again. If a customer is not going to tip, they're meaning to not going to tip and no notification, no pop-up message is going to change their mind in tipping. I'm going to be negative when I say that. Or, but... or they're going to tip, or they're going to see that warning and they're going to tip $1. Yeah, I just. That's the yeah, problem I, I see is they're going to go, fine, then I want it on time. I want it hot. I'll tip $1. I just don't think it's going to make a difference. I, and maybe that's just me being pessimistic, no, but no. I just don't think if someone's meaning to not tip, they're never going to tip. Like that's just the way that 
they do things or the way that they feel or however they do their own tipping culture. I just don't think I would like to see the t- the statistics from the DoorDash end, like how a much month, two months. And I would like to see the t- statistics of how many people tip after they put in the announcement, because I don't think it's going to affect anything. They'll just go over to yeah, Uber Eats. Yeah. So <laughs> U.S. is known as the big melting pot. What if there's a lot of people that come from non-tipping cultures that are new to the U.S. and new to some of these things? Do you think those are, you know, potential future tippers? No, I don't. Well, because if it's what, their culture, they're going to still stick with their culture. You know what I'm saying? I don't know like, about that. It's but actually Kim, very but Kim, hard that's to where switch, the where but... the screen might come in handy is what yes. John just said. Because then it might be like, wait, oh, I'm supposed to do this too? So in Canada, we have a lot of people that come from Europe, obviously, in Quebec. And there was this one guy that I used to work with. He's like, we don't tip where we're from. And I'm like, yeah, well, here, you know, so I tried to explain it. And he was like, oh, that's how it works. And he started to understand, like, okay, so this is like, you show your gratitude for the type of service that you're getting. But the the difference is whenever he had really good service, he tipped really well. But there was one time we did not have good service and he didn't tip. And the waiter came to us and was like, sorry, uh, you didn't tip. And he explained fully well why he did not leave a tip. So I think it can switch some people to tip in, not everybody. Um, But I think it's also going to do what Steve was saying, where they're going to tip a dollar. And they'll be like, Mm -hmm. okay, I want my hot food. No, (laughs) a dollar is not going to help you. I've I've driven some people from um, Europe and different places where they don't tip, but they tell me straight up, they're like, I don't normally tip in my country, but I know here we do, and we're going to leave you a good tip. And maybe that's because they're on like the upper category, not just a basic ride. But um, then I do get a tip like beyond what I get on a normal Lux black trip. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I don't get frequent travelers that are from other countries that mm. uh, that I know of. That's true. I mean, I will I will say this: we've had Atlanta on a few times. The very first time we had Atlanta delivers on, she said that, and gig guy Grant too, both from London or or Europe, and uh, they were, you know, they said that yeah, there aren't as many tips, but we do okay. I always wondered how they did okay. Um, but the last time, the last time we had Atlanta and she said, no, I get a lot more tips now. I don't and know. so I, I don't know what changed, but even over there where they don't like that, they changed to the model of accepting it. I, I would I go think- back to even some of the things Lou said though, on that thing that we did. I, Cause I mean, Lou made a good point about during the pandemic, everybody had stimulus money, blah, 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 blah. People got invested into these apps. It was like a, a luxury, but it also became like your fun thing to do to to have food delivered and now he was pointing out that these people might be in a bad habit in a rut and that most people probably can't afford even to get the food delivered without a tip and they don't even know it they're just in a bad cycle there's a lot of non-financially responsible people that order from these apps or and 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 we and if you remember Cheyenne, you were in that live. Like we got, I I asked him. I said, or you know, even like maybe people who got so not even just addicted, but got so used to the apps that maybe they're at work, they're leaving work, 
And they're like, I'll stop at the store. I'll get food the old way that they would do it. And I'll make dinner. And now they're like, you know what? I'm just going to call for food because why would I? I'm tired. Yeah. So again, I, there, I think there is some addiction type level. I don't know if I, it's addictions, the word I'm looking for, but there's something going on with these that I think that have tricked people into some people, not all, but some people into believing they can afford these apps and they can't. I just don't like how in every, and it's been in almost like, I feel like every news circuit this week about this is, I just don't like how DoorDash like does press releases and they're like, you know, we listen to the drivers and we're here to save the day with this and we're the best thing ever in life. And that's the way it comes across. And you already rolled this out a couple of months ago. It's nothing new. And I- well. I just kept saying, I'm like, I don't think this is going to help anything. I mean, it's going to make them mad. They're going to be like, I'm not tipping. They're trying to manipulate them like they're trying to manipulate us by hiding the tip in the first place. Like, why is it so important to tell the customer, oh, if you don't tip, uh, you might get cold food when you hide like a majority of the tip in the yeah, first place, even on catering dollars. orders. I do catering <laughs> orders that are 650 for 2.3 miles and I get paid $60 on. Like, they're going to get cold food too if people don't understand how the system works. Very true. Well, so yeah, what do you guys I, mean, about, I was going to say about them rolling this out ahead of the holiday season or around the holiday season. Do you think that was any part of their plan? I think it's a publicity move. To be honest, Uber Lyft has launched four times and every time it got launched. Oh, drug bus. We're out launched problems in Phoenix launched this now it's again like this product is launched four times and failed every time so i think it's just about being in the news cycle Mm -hmm. yeah they haven't been in the news lately so i feel like they're like okay we haven't been in the news lately what can we re-release that makes us look like the best what can we regurgitate here that maybe they didn't notice (laughs) yeah You know, I'm with Uber. I'm talking about a failed product three times, though. Like three times, they removed it from the market, saying this product failed, kind of thing. This is not good. Then they just brought it back. It wasn't improved any of the times. It was the same thing. Like, hey, speaking of do sketchy deliveries, no. (laughs) You know, like take this package. (laughs) No. (laughs) You you packed that yourself. Mm Hmm. You know, no, I don't want it. <laughs> Seems like the dumbest thing ever. Like, I'm not going to somebody's house and they give me some wrapped up box. Yeah, takes to the, the box, post man? office. What's no, dude. <laughs> you know, I don't want to. I don't want to be in a federal building with an ounce of cocaine in a box. <laughs> you know, like I don't want to explain that and them to go. You took the eight dollar ride. Why is that be- dog barking at my Uber package? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Like, why are you going to Mexico with that thing? (laughs) I mean, I'm sure other people can think of other things too, but I can just think of all kinds of awful things you could do with Uber Connect and and things like that. Like with a curry, it's very hard to do that. You couldn't really, it's more businesses. But like with, even with a roadie, it'd be tough. But like with Uber Connect, you could just be boxing up whatever you want. I mean, that's what the problem, the original problem in the Bay Area was that people were shipping drugs across the Bay. It was saving drug dealers from going to jail. So glad we made it easier. Yeah. And like for $5. Always here to serve. (laughs) This is a perfect time to talk about another one of Uber's failings. 
with their Uber team going on. What's going on with that? Oh my gosh. And so you guys, I, I got to pull these up because there was more than the one story. So there's actually three in right now from like the last week of, of problems that uh, I'm pulling it up right now. Um, but the first one was this 13 year old who was in um, who's in DC and Uber kind of held back the statement. They didn't really want to talk about it. You could tell. And you could tell it was an Uber teen ride because the la they had a last known location, which was an intersection and that he was in an Uber. So he's in the back seat. Even this is Washington, D.C. Even video game games wouldn't or the video cams wouldn't have caught the person in the back. So somebody was following him on the app. Because on the teen, I, I'm, I know Tony and me, we haven't used it, but I know how it works. The parents are able to see where the cars are, such and such. At some point, the, where the, it cut off at this intersection. So my thought is they're not releasing all the details. They threw the phone out at that intersection, is my guess, is what we're going to hear. And Uber's doing everything they can to bury this. They don't want to talk about this. They don't want this getting out at all because this is a 13-year-old kid who was in an Uber. It's all That part's all admitted. And he was unaccompanied. And the last known location was an intersection and they can't find the kid. He's gone. So the other thing that happened um, was that, um, let's see if I can find it, in a lift. Um, now, this one's a little weirder because this one, maybe you'll, maybe you'll um, see it a little differently. I don't because it's still, even though it's only one year, she was 17 years old. So... And this is in New Jersey, by the way, Kim. Huh. Um, so there's a New Jersey Lyft driver that was killed. And a teenage passenger is in um, the ICU critical care. Who was the, the passenger? 17, unaccompanied by him. Um, again, people might say, but she was 17. Well, that still doesn't, that still falls into the teen. Still minor. Very much. So my point is, is that like, so she's in this ride and, um, so state police say that a New Jersey driver was killed and a team, a team critically injured in a crash on Monday. Police say that Junior um, uh, Brito, 36 years old, of, New Brun of North Brunswick, was working as a Lyft driver. They say he was driving northbound on Route 100 in the southbound lanes and was struck by a sanitation truck. Ooh, killed him immediately, and the 17-year-old is in critical condition in the ICU. And then there was another story too. Um, I, I, just real quick. I heard about that. I just didn't realize that it was an Uber Eats driver. Huh. No, it was a Lyft driver. I mean, a Lyft driver. I didn't realize it was, you know, involved in that, but I heard about the crash. I actually know where that is. Okay. So, so you knew that. Um, oh, and then the, the last one is just another week. So this is just another weird story. So, um, so this is from Penn Hills, Pennsylvania. So police are searching for an Uber driver who they say showed nude pictures of himself to a 16-year-old girl that he was driving alone in the car. Ew. What? This is... This is... You guys, this is... That was on Halloween night. This is all in the last four days. These incidents that I just talked about are all in the last four days. That is I mean, that's scary. three incidents. There's probably even more. But that's three in the last four days. I mean, on this panel alone, we said Uber Teen's not only going to be a fail, it's going to be a disaster and a nightmare, and people should not use it. This thing's dangerous. 
Very. And I mean, this is, I mean, if this isn't proof, I don't, I don't know how much more they're going to wait for. That is crazy. We got a missing kid. We got one that might not survive. And we got, uh, we got a 16 year old girl who a guy. Yeah. been traumatized for the rest of her life. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, to be honest, she's the way I see it too. She's lucky. She got out of the car. I mean that to be honest, yeah. that's a weird mindset for the driver to go, hey, look at check this out and kind of force feed her some pictures kind of thing and then still take her where she's going and let her out. Like are you that could have been completely different? Yeah. I mean, that shows like how bad these checks are too, that a driver on is on the road doing this stuff. I mean, not well, that you could see through everything and tell who's who kind of thing, but they need to if they're gonna <laughs> again, I think all of us here on this panel. Do, do not condone Uber teen. It's the stupidest thing ever. Um, Tony and I have been doing rideshare for a long time. We know that the one thing, everything's changed on rideshare, except for up until recently, unaccompanied minors on both platforms were never allowed. Never. And yeah, there's no bending room. You got to get I, shut down sometime. I just yeah. had a conversation with a passenger this morning about that because I had some minors try to get in my car can't remember the exact conversation but in the last week you know i've had at least like 10 minors i had to decline but does it like, who, so who does lets it people uber teen? i don't have uber teen enabled so so they're just that's why they're not them. even say, using it they're using their right. parents account like the old way yeah wow. i tell them if you want to order uber as a teenager you have to go go through uber teen i'm not taking you and i'm not giving you your money back Right. And and by the way, only the <laughs> sketchy drivers do Uber teen, so expect something to happen to you. Yeah, it's yeah, like, exactly. That's what I was telling the driver. I was like, it's like or the passenger. I'm like, I'm an Uber driver and everything, but I wouldn't put my kids in these cars with weird strangers. Yeah. Like no. It's hardy hard enough like for you to send your kids to school and then, you know, three or four years down the road you see like one of the teachers from your your kid's school is like dating a kid or something like that you know or worse you know like yeah and those are teachers and we're putting them in random uber drivers cars like give me a break and then uber just activates this in cities without actually going through the proper at least in colorado there's they should have had to go through the puc make people who want to take teenagers take the background test or check and the fingerprints um, just like you're getting a gun or you're um, working in a school or a school bus driver or anything with minors. Yeah, yeah. I had to get a, a fingerprint card just to do a tutoring service. And they're yeah. letting teenagers get in their car without a fingerprint card. I think a fingerprint card should be a, mandap- a mandatory part of that Uber team. Yeah, minimum. and it's an FBI background check that you have to do when you're doing uh, minor stuff, at least in Colorado. That's yeah, but crazy. still... Like, ooh, the FBI. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm yeah, sorry. But dude. it's not a checker. It's, <laughs> what I'm saying is it's not a checker $10 background check, you know? I'm not trying to be mean, but the FBI is not like the big thing it used to be. <laughs> like, it doesn't really have this toughness and it's going to be on top of things. They're just the front man for the CIA. They're just backlog. They don't do anything. <laughs> you have the NSA listening to everything. So, yeah, the no. NSA is like the problem, but they, but yet they don't solve any problems. Yeah, they're they're just there for the backlog. If they need to find something, like, oh yeah, we do have all that reported now. Until they. But I was watching um, on the Rideshare Guys channel. They had a 
an interview with, I don't remember her name, but it was the CEO of uh, Kid Kaboo. Oh, Kid Kid Caboodle or whatever it is. Yeah, Yeah. something like that. And I didn't get to finish listening to it, but she was at the part where they were talking about the background checks. And I was like, that's interesting. They use Checker, but she said that it's a more detailed background check. Yeah, because you can pay for more. two background checks, not just one. But but I think you're W2 with them, too. No, um, oh. I don't know about. Oh, because the other one, on the other one, drive, yeah. I'm a, I'm a contractor. I've never done a ride. Oh, for them, really? But I have them in my back pocket in case I need it. I ha- I feel. Was it Hop Skip Drive? I have. What was the geriatrics one? Was it Hop Skip Drive doing Hop, that skip, too? Drive is their app is called um, Care for the Driver app. Because you can uh, end up no, taking. I, I was thinking people about, like, that are older. Um, as well but it's mostly i'm going back a few years too tony but i'm trying to remember what it was there was one that had you go pick up like hearing impaired and like other things and it would give you like a like a like a warning like you're gonna have to go up to the door and get these people because yeah they might have went out of business because now i get a text message from lyft and uber and lyft even has an option to opt in for doing those kinds of trips but they still send them to me anyways and mm-hmm. then I just unassign them because I'm not de- dealing with that. Right. I, I don't have a problem taking people that um, are at the um, retirement communities or whatever. But when they send me a text saying this, 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 and this, I'm like, there's an option that people can opt in for that. And you're paying them extra. You're sending it to me without the extra pay. I'm not doing it. Yeah. Makes sense. They're on a fixed income, man. But I will do it if the if the um third party, because the third party will do basically I won't give away the secret on that, but (laughs) don't don't. I've I've had them on uh other categories than Lyft Basic. We'll just say that. So big Carl makes a point here. So I would absolutely not put my child or teenager in a car with an absolute stranger. I was on a mommy group like thread and they were talking about, it wasn't with Uber specifically, but it was more with sending your children in a vehicle, some type of rideshare thing. And a lot of the parents were okay with it. And they're like, well, yeah, it makes sense. You know, yeah. when I'm, I need to send my children to school or when they're coming home from school or Dude, when they I have an extracurricular these... activity. And I'm like, Oh my goodness. I see no. these kids walking home from school. No, like, they're by themselves. I'm like, what in the, are you crazy? Yeah. I mean, I know I watched some criminal minds and uh, all these kinds of things and I'm a little paranoid, but I would rather be paranoid and keep my kids than have them be on the Walmart wall and never to be found again. I agree. There's too many crazy people out there, especially with all the Yeah. And with Sound of Freedom, that movie Mm -hmm. coming out, like it's, it's a live active and it's more, dangerous than ever before because of the internet it's crazy it's true and then shout out to thomas there yeah that's what i was saying too and then i see i saw derek saying thomas is paying you steve thomas isn't supposed to pay me i'm supposed to pay him (laughs) (laughs) he's he's paying max the extra stock (laughs) right thomas just got max a stocking stuffer <laughs> to make up for the gifts he lost from Thomas that emailing me so I can send him money. That makes sense. <laughs> um, 
Yeah. I mean, don't, yeah. don't even get me started of things. I'm sure Tony's the same, not a lot, but I've had some issues about cleanups in, in the car back mm-hmm. in the day. And I make good decisions about the passengers I pick up, but I've still had some scenarios. Yeah. I've never had to clean anything up other than some coffee. Have you ever just had to grab somebody and throw them out? <laughs> no, but I did. <laughs> if you, when I get to my topic, I'll, uh, I'll talk about that. Just remind me. <laughs> remind so, speak, <clears throat> speaking and, um, of topics, Tim or, or Kim has this, um, uh, the U I was surprised too. Cause I saw it yesterday on the United Nations, yeah. UN.org, a yeah. website that normally has no gig talk at all. None. No, that's and, why like when I saw it, I'm like, Oh, this is kind of, this is serious and bear with me. Cause I actually wrote a lot of notes because it's very, details on um, what they did. So the United United Nations itself is calling out Amazon, DoorDash, and Walmart, and I'm going to quote, tipping workers in poverty. So Oliver D. Shutter, if I said that right, um, is in is an appointed independent expert for the UN on extreme poverty and human rights. He wrote the CEOs of Amazon, DoorDash, and Walmart requesting responses to reports of inadequate pay, aggressive union busting tactics, and misclassification of workers as independent contractors, depriving them of traditional employee benefits, um, especially minimum wage, which makes people in a lot of these companies going into poverty. So he mm. was disturbed that workers in the most profitable companies, the top three, and the richest places on earth, which is the United States, are not paying workers and they're struggling to even pay their rent. He then states that being a non-standard employment contract is in some cases the cause of work poverty. And then he asked for replies within 60 days and only Amazon replied, but the reply did not fully address any of the concerns that this gentleman wrote all three companies. And He said that it's time for these corporations and the U.S. government to be held accountable to get um, a lot of these workers out of poverty. And these are these are signs of legislation, you guys. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they really I mean, they really are. If you haven't believed things till now, we've produced evidence. We've produced articles. And I'm not just talking about from Daily Dot, real articles, real people reporting on this. I got some commentary. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, no, but I'm saying, but I'm saying these are real, and legislation is real. It is coming. I've seen a lot of the written legislation. I some of it isn't going to pass. Some of it is. Some of it'll be tweaked out. But it's coming. It is coming. I got one thing to say here. Uh, the UN. This is the United States of America. We don't take orders from you. So back down. <laughs> no, <laughs> and- no, but, but we can follow a trend from the UN though. Right, but the UN should not be investigating our country. Like the UN, we run you, not the other way around. If the US left the UN, where would it be? Well, That's all I got. To say. Same thing with would if the US be, left anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, the US we should leave, take out if the US leaves NATO, the where would they be? If yeah. the US leaves like dude, 
it's really like any group like that with without us that group falls yeah i'm sorry but they're uh trying to rule the world the united nations and they can just back up out of the u.s <laughs> but for okay, a funny but there's moment, still some takeaways from i don't this article, i don't disagree that people are underpaid but you know um just just yeah, real quick, couldn't you see the CEO is just getting this email or letter and either they probably it in the garbage or like I delete? <laughs> and it's <laughs> like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> they got that letter and they were like, they didn't even make it to the CEO. No, they're no. like, who? Who is my, this? My guess, yeah. is no C, my guess is no CEO, if they did see it, responded to this at all. You wouldn't want to touch this yeah, one. Jeff of Bezos responded to the UN. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, I'm just I'm just saying, like, even if they were saying we must hear back from you, they're not going to respond back to the U.N. on an no. article like this. No, it's way it's way too scathing. And it, it usually those type of articles from the U.N. point out other countries and how they're falling short of like the United States or other countries. And so well, this one isn't well, doing this. That, that, this that one's saying, hey, you guys are just as bad. Maybe they should have addressed the fact that some of the nations in the UN are sending people over here undocumented. So, Oh, don't, don't even get me started, man. I say that's a slippery slope for you right there. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, and they're on these apps and these apps are letting them be on them without like, and we can't be on the apps. There's yeah. people being deactivated. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, room. still, I, I, I was talking about the, I can't remember when it was. I think maybe it was on the podcast this week on the audio podcast, but still, in the top, it's not the top one right now, but for the last three weeks, and it's still in the top five, it's and it might be like three or something on the website. Is an article that I posted in 2019, March 2019, about being an illegal and using Uber Eats accounts. It is now for almost a month, it's been in the top five. Most of that month, it's been the top one article search, and I post there daily. Normally, the daily posts are the top articles read. But right now, the one one of the top ones, and it was number one for a while, is that article from 2019. It's getting more views now than then, and I don't think that can tell the whole story, but it definitely provides a piece because that's, that's being Google searched out. And I mean, I'm seeing like the number of hits I'm seeing are big. It's a lot of hits on this page where it, this page had been kind of dormant for years. But it's scary though that it's not just Uber anymore. Like almost no. every gig app has this problem and mm -hmm. they're not doing anything Nothing. about it and but they have no. the thing is they have the technology mm -hmm. to stop it of and course. they're not doing anything to stop it and i think that's what's frustrating a lot of drivers that are out there because we're not getting the orders there are other people getting the orders that shouldn't even be on these platforms well, these people yet, are in w2s as well because I was in a hiring position in several companies. And even though you do the little form, you have to go online and do the form that they're able to work in the U S or whatever. And they fill that information out. I've had people in several different companies get uh, removed on the site. Just been working there for two, three years. Just, Oh, they're not here no more because they just got walked out. <laughs> yeah really after going yeah. through the whole process and everything passed? because they had fake documents oh and then there's yeah. also the people who have a real account 
and I'm not even talking about black market selling. There's the people who have real accounts and rent cars, not not Teslas like Tony, but they rent like the normal cars to do gig work in. And they literally have three people who all work eight hour shifts and keep it going 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Oh, so but they like do it under one out. single account. So yeah. that that car is the marked one. Hmm. So, I mean, like that's going on too. And I'm, I'm, there's not like three or four of these going on. They're going on like all over that's, the place. I mean, that's not to mention like how many customers are just put in danger by the fact that I mean, who knows who's bringing what to you and who knows who's in their car? Yeah. Look, I can, I think Tony and I can both speak to this one on, cause I'm going to relate it to rideshare. I've said this before, but back in the day, I, I made a lot more money with rideshare than you can now. So did Tony. I used to put a lot of pride into my car. I cleaned it every night. I filled it up with gas every night. I, I had a um, subscription to the car wash so I could get a car wash every day. I'd get gas. I'd get my car washed. I'd vacuum out anything from the inside that needs to be so that the next morning it was completely ready and shiny. That doesn't happen anymore. I've been in some Ubers. People, if you get an Uber X, you are definitely getting a trash mobile for the most part. (laughs) I mean, you just are. I mean, I've been stepping on people's laundry. I've been, I've smelled bad things in the car. It's just the people doing Uber X is just nasty. It's not a premium ride at all anymore. Like it, it kind of sucks to be honest. I hear even like um, Uber black drivers are wearing like flip flops and stuff too. So no. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I think that, and so, but my, my point is here is that Tony and I watched this happen as the money went down, people stopped having water available, stopped cleaning their car as much, stopped caring as much. And that brought in a much worse element of people that are driving. So are the markets oversaturated? Yeah. But Uber X drivers, are like some of the dirtiest, nastiest people in this town. And that didn't except for be... Derek. <laughs> except for Derek. But he even said amen. No, he said he said oh, I am. Uh-oh. Like, I'm an Uber X driver. I think he meant amen. He's dyslexic, maybe. <laughs> yeah, it's it's not, that's not a question that's in the green us. We're not labeling all Uber X's because I do Uber Right. X. No, no, no. But I'm saying there are but there are a lot more. I'm not just talking about there's a little difference. There's a lot more. There's a lot of trash on Uber now. Yeah. Because and there's a and because that's a, people and, tell me all the time. Wow. And here, but here's my point. Of course there is, because they don't pay well. So yeah. you're gonna get the lower bottom of the barrel type things. This is what is gonna happen to delivery soon. So if you think that this is a great idea that you don't tip and that these companies keep lowering, guess what? We see that the orders aren't going unfulfilled. People are still taking them. They're taking awful orders. They're doing it in crappy cars. And that brings up a whole hygiene thing. Like last week we discussed, I I remember asking you guys, would you deliver if you have COVID? And all of us said no. Now, clearly all of us would say no because none of us would say yes on a live stream. But I think all of us truly would not. We would yeah. be very cautious to not go yeah. out and to make sure we're better before we do. I don't I know that every for a whole two weeks when I did. I don't know that every Uber X driver would do that though. I don't believe they would anymore. And honestly, I think that was proven when that Uber Eats driver took that to that immunocompromised kid. Oh yeah. So you scary. know, it's like it's like they just I think we're getting a different grade of gig workers. And it's like the companies are like, We look, we've our goal is to reduce what we pay the drivers. And now it's like, okay, well, at least we got these awful drivers that will work for crap. I used to think they, I guess my point is I used to think they cared about that. Like you're an awful driver, get off the platform. 
Now it's like, look, if that's all we can get. Well, whatever. they'll deactivate Lisa for being racist, allegedly, when she just wouldn't take a lady with a car seat. Yeah. Or well, without a car seat. But didn't she got that fixed, though. Yeah, but they still deactivate it is what I'm saying. Yeah. But they won't deactivate people that need to be deactivated. Yeah. And they would never deactivate a customer. And I can tell you, I've had, even in the best of days of payments, I've had customers that I should have the right to deactivate. Yeah. Like, enough. You can't, you don't belong in these anymore. Like, things happened to the extreme where I'm not saying it was just a bad ride or they were, like, I mean, like, bad, bad stuff. Like, getting physical, touching you know, just things like where you're like, dude, you need to be deactivated. This is I, like I've said, I've thrown, I've literally pulled over and thrown people out of the car, physically well, grabbed them and thrown them onto the ground. Money. I mean, they the companies the just want to make money. That's why. Well, this is another thing. So a lot of these drivers take the, a lot of orders that none of us would probably take so in doordash's eyes i'm getting orders delivered i you know they're oversaturating markets and hey as long as my orders are being delivered and customers are getting the food i'm gonna turn a blind eye because the minute that i turn an eye to it then i'm not getting orders delivered anymore and then it's a whole business scheme altogether well let me ask this what do you how do you think because I know this is a topic coming up with the DoorDash slowdown. How do you think the DoorDash slowdown is impacting all of this? So a great transition. Let's go to that. John's like, like you're full of transitions tonight. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the, the order volume, it, it varies. I was actually doing, I was looking into all kinds of articles and I wasn't looking into ones that were picking up by AP press and just regurgitated. But to be <laughs> To be honest, um, so the it it's somewhere between 18 to 26 percent. I know that's a big gap, but that's the difference numbers they're using for how much the order volume is down. So let's call it 20. Now Uber or DoorDash is trying to make up some of that by increasing fees to the customer. <laughs> and then therefore they're trying to present it when the earnings call comes back to the investors as we're not down 20 percent, we're only down. 14 because look at our numbers and then the numbers are going to be more, but the order volume is truly down. So if the order volume's down, you have illegals working on the platform. You have oversaturation in every single market in the United States. You have people quitting their W2s. You have people coming to the gig economy. What do we expect? We have like triple to quadruple oversaturation in every market and there aren't as many orders coming through. So what are you expecting? I guess that's my point. Like if you're expecting some like, it'll get better tomorrow. Like hopefully it gets better, but you know, start diversifying. I mean, we say it all the time, but, but diversify away from the giants. They're not, I don't see that they'll ever get it together no. because they're go, they've gone so far down the rabbit hole of how, how cheap can we be that it's ridiculous. Well, I mean, the, the, the Giants, the, the way that they have to make money is by volume. They have to get the most, you know, the most orders delivered at the cheapest price possible. And that's, it's a race to the bottom. Right. Well, and productivity doesn't matter to them um, necessarily, like if you were their employee. So as long as you pick it up and drop it off, they get paid. True. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the other thing too, like um, I was, I don't even have it on this for tonight, but before we move into these um, other two things too, because this, this look, that volume is not a little amount with the amount of DoorDash orders in this country. If we're talking 15 to 20% down, even that's a lot. That's a huge amount. And of, and of course, guys, look at it. It's not just gig economy workers suffering. The whole economy is. I mean, yeah. if you don't think so, then you live in some fantasy land that I don't know about. Because in every market, people are hurting right now. You just have to go well, grocery was... shopping. Yeah, I'm just yeah, saying, exactly. it, it, you don't even have to be a gig worker, though. And yeah. W2, you could be getting laid off, fired. All kinds of bad things are happening to everybody. It's not, it's kind of an across the board thing. And I, you know... We, I mean, the holidays should be really good, but are we going to see this holiday pop? And I'm not trying to put a date on it or anything, but we all know that this is these are usually two months we count on being very good. I don't and, think it's going to be because you see how it was Halloween a few days ago, and we don't we don't go around and like pick up candy and stuff. But I heard in uh, some of the mommy groups where the moms were saying, you know, there's a lot of houses that, you know, is a few candies here not a lot of people were given chip bags and you know where normally they would have like buckets and buckets of candy for the children it was smaller amounts because everybody out there is tight everyone is mm -hmm. struggling in a sense and just trying to make it work so it's the same thing with the apps it's the same thing with this holiday season that's coming up no one's going to miraculously have money to tip during the holiday season, but they're still going to be busy. So they're still going to order. It's just, you know. it's a, I think, and I don't know if the companies have money to do this, if, is if the holiday season is going to be like a bunch of uh, delivery incentives, de deliver 15 orders here, get an extra $50 and those type of things going on. Because if they're not getting tips, then people are like, I, I can make more money doing something else, just getting another, I don't know, part-time job at the warehouse. I mean, yeah, I'm going to protest these incentives. I'm going to make money without incentives because I hate the incentives. They should be paying us the money that it's worth to begin with instead of putting that carrot out just out of reach or that you have to work like 100 hours to do it. And then um, it, especially considering these are allegedly – side gigs right <laughs> yes it's all the gamification of yeah. the industry that's what it is right well and then i think a little bit of like what you're saying is that the um people weren't giving out candy and stuff well, i think here in the u.s even like halloween is getting canceled anyways you know so canceled oh, culture wow. yeah I I, why I are they canceling it well, they're canceling everything yeah i mean soon political they're gonna cancel thing. tony's beard He's gonna have to shave it. By me, though, it was, it's all about now trunk or treats. It's not about trick or treating. It literally no, like my dressing up. All... Schools didn't even have Halloween in really? some in some schools. Yeah. Wait, yeah, what's trunk or treat? Because I thought when you were texting me about that, Kim, you meant I thought that meant like you were drinking it. <laughs> no, trunk, trunk or treat. <laughs> that sounds so I, fun though. I trust, like a lot more kind of <laughs> I trust trunk or treat because it's usually at like a church yeah. or something and you know these people they're part of your like communities and stuff and you're not having to walk the kids across like the whole neighborhood and no, it's, it's just fantastic. like car to car to car in a parking lot and they have yeah. little games and stuff 
Yeah, mine were fantastic. One was by the school, and it literally was a whole bunch of cars lined up, and each car decorated their own car, and you just go car to car to car, and you get, they had the good candy. My Like, my daughter came home with, like, buckets of candy just from doing trunk or treats, so when it came to Halloween, she already had kind of all the candy she needed. So it's a it's a lot more controlled and trusting environment opposed to going to random people's houses. Yeah, that's right. actually a better idea. It's not a dice roll. It's like, oh, I know I'm going to get candy everywhere I go and I'm not yeah. I'm not putting myself in danger or putting my kids in danger. So, yeah, or they're not cool. getting run over by cars and these Uber drivers that suck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that too. Yeah, no, I, I, it was, it, the, we've done it the past two years and one was at a church. That, I mean, we did one at a church both years. We did the school two years in a row. It's, it's very well organized and it's a lot more safer, at least in my opinion, it's safer and it's fun. It's fun to see everybody's cars decorated and they have a contest for cars who had the wow. best car. It's fun. Yeah, there's a drunk like- retreat. <laughs> There's I wish some it of was the drunk or treat. <laughs> Saturday night. I thought drunk or treat sounded fun. I thought it was like I get drunk, drive around, just throw candy at kids. No, I, I said trunk, trunk, drunk or treat. Yeah. Well, in um, some of the YouTubers I follow in the Tesla community, they had like uh, frunk or treat because the you hell? know they got the front trunk, frunk. Oh. Yeah. Ah. Okay. Like, hey, kid, get in my trunk. (laughs) My front. (laughs) That doesn't sound good. I'll I'll take you to the candy. Get in. (laughs) Do the light show for him. (laughs) He can customize the light show to custom music and everything. So, oh my goodness. So, I'm I'm gonna before we move to these last two stories, I real quickly do want to mention something about Lyft, and it's real quick, but. Um, Lyft is having a major problem right now. Lyft is like all the people want to sell. Everybody wants to sell. Um, I was reading a thing that said, if you compound your losses on Lyft year to year, you're down 36% right now. So if you had a million dollars in Lyft, you now have 640,000. They're under a billion dollars of operating cap. I don't know how they're going to make it to next summer. Yeah, well, Lyft, they kept on throwing up surges on Saturday during the snow, and I had Lux Black on, and they would not attach the surge to my account. Hmm. Yeah, I was, like, going through. I would get it, but then, like, it would be an hour later before they would attach a new one. I'm like, I called support, and they're like, we'll escalate this. I'm like, that that's not going to work. I need you to fix it immediately because the demand is going to be gone by the time that you get it fixed with an escalation. Like, See, I'm, I'm glad to see, like, Scrabble saying that, like, in her rural county, nor- business as usual Halloween. Like, yeah, that's she's nice like, to try that in a small town. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, Next decade is going to be a, a back-in-my-day thing sooner than we know it. <laughs> Back in my day, I didn't have to walk. Dude, up if you're if John is saying back in my day, I'm gonna be like, damn, man, he's like half my age. <laughs> that makes me like prehistoric, dude. Uh, don't. Uh, uh, this, this is what I'll sell, I'll sell this because me and my friend were talking about the one that sent me the DoorDash story, and uh, we were talking about somehow McDonald's. And I'm like, man, there's no dollar menu anymore. He's like, you know what you sound like, right? I was like, what? Like when your parents used to tell you when cheeseburgers used to be. You know, 10 cents. 10 cents. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I am Actually, there. Now, so. 
Yeah. I remember when I had 10 cent Tuesdays on uh, on McDonald's for hamburgers and it was like 15 cents for cheeseburgers, but you had a limit of like 10. So we had, wow. we had four kids. Uh, I had, I have two brothers and a sister. So 10 burgers wasn't that much for that whole family. But <laughs> <laughs> so it I was cheap. Tony will probably agree with me on this one. Um, so Derek made a comment here about, if you guys aren't familiar with our area, Thornton is like northeast of Denver, kind of about a third of the way from Denver to Boulder. And um, Thornton and Arvada are, touch each other. And I would think that their trick-or-treating was as normal. It's a blue-collar area. Everybody trusts each other. You kind of know the people. Nobody's in mansions. It's 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 a community that... Um, I'm, I mean, it's not ghetto at all, but it's it's a community but that would let their kids go out. They feel it's okay also a community that doesn't care about cancel culture either. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. Like, but at the same time, it's beyond cancel culture. Like where I live, issues, it's so. all the guilty people just following <laughs> along with cancel culture. <laughs> I'm telling you. So yeah, I mean, like yeah, I mean, I don't know. You know, we had a. Tony knows that I have a, a high of uh, the performing arts high school is right across from my my house. Yeah. So um, they had an event, so there was no trick or treaters around. I don't know what makes that happen, but with all the cars and everything going on, people just weren't coming down that close. Yeah, they're like, we don't want to get run over. Yeah. So you know, but I mean, there was still I still felt like it was like there wasn't issues. I saw a lot of people, a lot of kids out especially because it's a high school across the street. There was like people outside till dark and, um, you know, so that was nice. But yeah, I mean, I get it. I don't, I, you know, Max is beyond trick or treating. I don't trick or treat. So do you um, want to drunk or treat? No, I didn't even turn on my lights that I would be doing anything. I, you yeah. know, I just didn't want, I just, you know, I also don't want somebody giving me some lawsuit. Right. You know, like I tripped on your stair. I'm suing you. And their kids are wanting candy. You can give my kids some candy first, then I'm suing you. <laughs> no, like, I mean, I don't know anymore. I just Steve. don't. There's a, there's a, Steve's there's a to the point thing. where he's get off my lawn. <laughs> you know, I just sat out there on a lawn chair with a shotgun. Yeah. Just it every time somebody walked up, like, <laughs> I said, go next door. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Um, Go check Karen's door. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know. But um, so let's let's uh, roll out these. Uh, we got two more stories. They're, they're kind of quick, I guess, but they're worth looking into. Um, Cheyenne has one that kind of, I think it kind of blends in with uh, the teen rideshare issue. So maybe we're segueing again. John, we need you to, to do a little segue here. So I was going to go the other direction. I mean, we were talking about you know old man antics, and I think Tony had a story about an old man. He does. That, that was, that was slick. It's a coin toss. I don't know. <laughs> what would you, hey, what would you guys rather, first person to respond in the chat, would you rather end with the old man story or the 12-year-old story? The old man Uber driver story or the what? Or the 12-year-old admits... Doing something we don't want to give it away. Oh, okay. So, twelve-year-old or seventy-two? A twelve-year-old incident or a seventy-two-year-old incident? <laughs> First person to respond in our streamyard chat will will be the determiner. Old Steve, man, old man. Steve's haunted house. <laughs> Traveler said, "Old man." 
See, there's All something right. I would never so do. I go a haunted house. Like maybe back in the day, that was something growing up in Michigan I saw. But to be honest, like, would you yeah, ever my... have kids in your house now? Because they're going to see Oh my you. gosh, no. no. <laughs> well, we, when I lived in Ohio, we had a pretty big backyard and a shed. We, yeah. as kids, we decorated and made our own haunted house out of everything. We just had to make sure that the uh, yellow jackets weren't in the shed. <laughs> well, I think would you do that now? House. Yeah, that was <laughs> like stick it, your hand in this. What? Well, you're supposed to like, close the door and then they get the <laughs> they get the yellow jackets mad that them. You know they might die. <laughs> they can't For see sure. you then. That's a real dead body there. It's a real haunted house now. <laughs> So I guess, I guess, Tony, we're going with the old man. All right. Well, before I get into the old man, I'll tell you the story about um, kicking somebody out. A couple of weeks ago, I had a passenger on Lyft Lux that um, I pick her up. It's like a dark parking lot in Highlands Ranch at a, in a um, apartment complex. So like the light for that particular area was out. Um so keep that in mind because I didn't notice something at that point, but she gets into my car and I'm like, Oh man, this lady is either drunk high or both. And not in a, not in an upper way. <laughs> yes. So I'm starting to, she's, she's got a round trip and I'll do the round trips. Cause it's usually to the liquor store. The people will ask you, you know, do you want anything? And I'll always say no. And um, usually when I say no, they'll give me, like an equivalent tip to what the trip was in the first place. But this lady, she's like, I'm starting to drive and I have my music or I had the radio down because I'm listening to um, commentary on the CU game. And so I had turned it down and she's like, do you have music? I'm like, yeah. She's all, well, can you turn it on? I'm like, well, what do you listen to? She's all, whatever you're listening to. I'm like, well, I'm listening to sports radio. So that's not music. So then um, I just continued driving and she's complaining about the music still. So I just go on to Apple Music on the Tesla and I select 2000s. And she's like, I thought you didn't have music. I'm like, well, you asked for music and you're complaining about it. So here's some music. <laughs> so then I'm pulling up to this intersection and I got a right hand turn on red. I clear it. I can turn right. It's still red, but I can turn right. She's like, whoa, slow down, friend. I'm like, all right, that's it. This ride's over. I then immediately take a left into the Conoco, and I kick her out. Nice. She's like, <laughs> she's like, you're kicking me out? I'm like, yeah, I'm kicking you out. Get out. Get out of my car. And then she gets out of my car, and she's got this bathrobe just like wide open, and you can see her underwear. Oh, wow. And I'm no. like, what the, you're, that's even more reason to get the heck out of my car. You're naked in my car. Get out. <laughs> oh, wow. Then I called Lyft. I called Lyft so I wouldn't be accused of being racist or whatever, you know? So um, I'm like, Hey, this is what happened. Blah, blah, blah. Um, whatever. I just told you guys. And um, then safety line called me and I got all that reported. And then I got an email the next day that they, uh, they protected my account from a bad rating. 
it's so oh, yeah, sad it's that you had to get it's so sad that you had to get a jump on look at this problem this person might call racism on me and oh, like yeah. literally you're in the right but you're having to say this to somebody like yeah well this is a preemptive after, they're going to use the racism card for a free eight dollar ride yeah and i literally told them that i said i don't want to be accused of being racist or um being um inappropriate because she was the one that was inappropriate being naked in my car <laughs> yeah how do you leave that? And you know, when you said that it was dark, I was like, tell me she's not naked. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, my guess, sure. it, my guess is she was mind. like drinking, like Tony said, she was already messed up. So she was probably like looking for some fun with Tony. No, she wasn't. I think <laughs> she's an alcoholic. <laughs> I, mean. I think she's an alcoholic. And I even dropped off some of her neighbors the next day. And I was like, yeah, well, watch out for this lady because she's a drunk and um, she was getting my car in a bathrobe did you google <laughs> did you put her on google maps for the uber and lift google map i didn't know there was one yeah you can you can mark whatever you yeah, want yeah they mark customers that way yeah just put it on there and put naked chick in robe don't pick up <laughs> don't pick up here <laughs> yeah some Uber drivers might go, wait, I want to pick her up. Uh, <laughs> naked, like, well, naked, <laughs> naked chick in not a, a desirable way. Exactly. <laughs> Even if I wasn't married. <laughs> you don't want anything to do with this one. It could be like icky naked, naked yeah. chick. <laughs> Anybody all, who's any, an alcoholic is not a, attractive. A, first of all, any girl getting in a ride share or guy who's wearing a robe only and looking for sex potentially or something, dude. I'm not even saying because of terms of service. Don't have sex with these people. There's something oh, wrong yeah. with them in a big way. <laughs> run the other way. Like, yeah. <laughs> like Joseph in the Bible, just run the other or just drop everything and run. <laughs> if you're delivery, Seriously. if you're driving, kick them out and haul ass the other way. <laughs> right. Yeah, or mace them and then get out and you, throw them out. You got to be skeptical. <laughs> Why are they trying to like proposition you, you know, like. Are they trying to give you some sort of STD or are they trying to get you robbed or, you know, like what, what is the intent behind this? Where was she going? Where was her destination? To a liquor store and back to the, that's why I, I knew she was an alcoholic. Just the way and she was talking was to me. Good. Like was first rodeo. And this is why I don't. It do was my that. ride share rodeo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hilarious. So my story, um, or my my topic is a 72-year-old made $80,000 in Arizona driving Uber. Um, he put like 77,000 miles on his car doing it. Um, and he says that he makes about $20 an hour before expenses, $20 to $22 an hour. But the article's title said that he, um, how he um, avoids... Let me let me just pull the uh, have it up right here. Let me just read the actual. T- a 72-year-old Uber driver who earned 80,000 last year explains how he avoids burnout and why it becomes harder to make money on the app. I'm assuming an AI must have wrote this article because they didn't really cover the the burnout part. Well, plus but every was- year that that 82-year-old gets older, I'm sure <laughs> everything becomes more difficult. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to say it. She wanted your beard. (laughs) She can't have it. (laughs) Yeah, Tony's beard is only reserved for Lisa. (laughs) Yeah. 
Anyways, so the 82-year-old man um, basically described the scene of Uber as how our overall gig economy experience is for things getting harder. They're not um, giving any bonuses, um, or if they are, they're not as good or they're harder to achieve. Um, And he's just glad that he's retired and doesn't need this money. He's doing uber because he's bored basically he's retired and works 55 to 60 hours of uber a week um at 82 <laughs> he's doing 60 Damn. hours a week. are you really retired yeah that's a lot of hours but can you, I, I know that's his hobby sounds- i guess because he gets to talk like he's retired that doesn't no, sound retired it, it, sounds like he's going for full-time income wait, he's either but, go ahead no isn't this this might be a stupid question but can't you can't work full-time and be on social security correct you can you just get um your social, social security, security gets uh it's like deducted, a it, right yeah it just balances out so but is that if he claims it because like basically i'm assuming employee, right? either either he not. doesn't have he doesn't have anybody that he goes home to um grandkids or kids or wife or him and his wife don't like each other and he's like i'm gonna be out here instead of in there (laughs) (laughs) those are my two things he's like i'll give up my social security for peace of mind and meeting random strangers and spending time with my wife or his son or daughter is a doctor and he made him sign up for these apps and he's not claiming it on his taxes (laughs) yeah but i think if he if you start taking your social security, there's only a certain amount of money you can make before they start to like give you less of your social security. Right. That's why I'm saying he knows his kids' social security numbers. All parents do. Sure. <laughs> so he signed up for the apps under his sons. <laughs> and he's like, I'll let him get audited out. It'll be easier on DoorDash <laughs> to do that than Uber, but yeah. He oh, must wait, have Traveler the connect- said over 65, you can work all you want. Really? That's how it works over there. Well, you can work all you want, but I think right. like the amount of money that you get if you're claiming it correctly, I believe it does go down. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, well, I mean, he put 77k on his car. Um, he his net on his taxes was probably like three thousand yeah. dollars. So it didn't affect his social security. <laughs> That's probably the trick. You probably like no, I only really made three thousand dollars last year. See, see. Yeah. So, so what is the avoiding burnout? They didn't get into it. So I'm going to give you some tips on avoiding burnout. (laughs) The article on avoiding burnout didn't even talk about burnout. It just mentioned an old man. Yeah. The old man's not burned out because he, uh, he's not going home and getting into fights at home, I guess. So they're like, we want to write an article on being burnt out. You're 82. Let's write this. And he's like, I'm not burnt out though. And they're like, we're still going to write it. Imagine like this guy, he, he drives because he wants the social interaction. Imagine the quiet guy that just wants to sit in the car and is like, so like, no, I don't want to talk. Like, you know, he's in trouble with his wife is because he used a fake name. His name was Rich in the article and they stated that they had to use a fake name so he wouldn't be identified. So, he definitely doesn't so his it. wife really? doesn't know how much he makes. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think he's claiming this at all. <laughs> rich. He's rich. 80K a year. But anyways. So avoid burnout if you're 82 or any age. <laughs> yeah. So if you have to work, I mean, 
outside of the gig economy, people work a 40 hour job and then have like a 20 hour part-time job. Um, pretty normally, I guess these days. Um, but switch it up. If you're only doing one app, like you're going to burn out on it, especially if it's rideshare because you're just in your car the whole day. So the way that I do things is if I can get a curry in the morning, I can uh, get out get some exercise, get some fresh air, do something different, um, see some familiar faces, and then um, do the ride share in, in the morning with surges and stuff so I can make good money there. And then doing food delivery at lunch. Um, Walmart Spark, I've been turning that on a, a little bit now. Um, trying to see if there's any good shops out there. I'll do a shopping if there is, but setting up like dumpling. One has there been one good shopping? I have. I've gotten a couple good shoppings, um, <laughs> but it's not like a daily thing like it used to be. Yeah, it's like maybe once every two or three weeks for me in my market. But um, signing up for uh, or getting your dumpling business launched. Um, just do do some, I don't know, if content creation is your thing, whether it's Instagram or YouTube, like if there's a way that you can monetize that, figure that out. Like get all your income streams um, lined up so that if one goes down, you're not burning out yourself out working like 100 hours that you used to work 50 hours for to make the same amount of money. <clears throat> or just burning out just because you're doing the same thing over and over and over and the algorithms are just making you decline a, a billion things and you don't have Maximo or DUH because you have an iPhone. <laughs> yep. Well, the other, I mean, the other, that's I the only add, excuse if you don't have it is because you have an iPhone. So I, I, the, I mean, the only other thing I want to add to that is that, you know, the other thing is that if you, if you're multi-apping, but like DoorDash, I mean, let's use, let's pick on DoorDash because it's crap. So if, if you're using DoorDash and you're used to having it on all the time, even while you're doing other apps, but you know, for a fact on weekdays, let's say from five to eight, you crush it. But around, any other times you're like lucky to pick up a unicorn type thing. Well then teach the app something. I mean, it's not going to change anything, but only turn on from five to eight and then use your other apps on the other times. Don't even have it on. If it's throwing you just crap offers, because that could be a stress too. More apps, more offers. I know Kim's like, turn on all the apps and so am I. But like at the same time, like there's times I don't need the other apps on. Now, yeah. there are days and times that you know what app works during what time. Like I'm not going to turn on. <laughs> you're going to love this, Steve. I'm not going to turn on Instacart during the Good middle of the Just dinner. stop right there. No. <laughs> <laughs> during a dinner rush or a lunch rush but i'll turn them on in the morning or even late afternoon just because i know that the orders are still coming you just have to know what apps work best during what times i mean when all else fails and nothing is coming in that's when you turn them all on and hopefully something sticks yeah i won't turn on instacart in my lifetime <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but yeah um lisa she I brought up something about Spark that I just forgot about. I saw two offers before I came home what? Um, today. 
Yeah, <laughs> Centennial Walmart to Grand Junction. For Just $60. so you guys know, that's through the entire Rocky Mountain over the Continental Divide, and it it's takes four and a half hours, hours with no <laughs> with no traffic for sixty dollars. For $60. so nine hours, and you and you couldn't stack them both together. You, they want to send two different drivers all it's the like way dollar from Centennial. <laughs> Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. What what miles? What like what's the two hundred and nineteen miles is what the app said, and That's you know they're doing a straight line. Did you take a picture of that in community post it, man? No, <laughs> I didn't. You know I you know I've been seeing more and more and more and more um, Walmart offers through Roadie, and they're just the worst. They're worse than Best Buy offers through Roadie. <laughs> like it's like Walmart. it'll say like it'll say you have. 15 stops you're going to do 70 miles it and then it puts the estimated time it'll say like three hours 45 minutes let's 14 call it, let's call it four and it'll be like 34 bucks <laughs> oh that's better wow. than i was giving them credit for but it's not because the miles you're putting on eats the gas your expenses yeah. you're you need to fa- i mean everybody yeah, the I most thought important you factor is your 14. time you're, the most yeah. important factor is your time yeah so, I mean, I four that? hours? Like, dude, are you kidding me? Like, even if I had no expenses, that's not even worth it. Right. No. If I was going to Grand Junction, I wouldn't have taken that Walmart spark order for them. <laughs> no, I'd have drove it to, like, Idaho Springs and said, I okay, have... where's the rest of my money or else I'm leaving it here? Yeah. <laughs> called them and told them, you know that order you're trying to send out to Grand Junction? I'm going there, but I'm not coming to you to pick that up to bring it anyways. I'm going there for nothing. I'm going there on my own. <laughs> if you guys want to see something really funny, like when Gig Geezer and I do, when he joins me for the live um, uh, Wednesdays, because he he joins me every probably third one or whatnot, he brings in his text strings with Bungie, and they are some of the funniest things you've ever read. Like Bungie will say, yeah, we're going to pay this. He's like, yeah, okay, you're paying, you need two people to do this. It's $48 a person. I'll do it alone for 250 and then they're like responding back. He's like talking to him. He's like, Bungie is the worst piece of crap ever. And I sit here and negotiate to death with them until once out of 20, they just say fine and give it to me. And the other times I just argue with him forever. <laughs> like he will not, he has to have the last word. He's kind just of, so bent on this app that he's like, I am going to take this app down. <laughs> kind of reminds me of that impractical jokers prank where they're like reverse auction. They're supposed to try to, pay less for something but they keep offering more they're like um you want me to buy that for two dollars how about i give you eight no not eight how about 12 (laughs) yeah yeah um yeah i don't know i mean i think there's lots of ways to avoid burnout but part of it's just knowing to cap yourself on hours and knowing your i mean even if like you feel like you could I can punch out a hundred hours this week. I know this from the bar industry. I'd say things like that when the Rockies were in town and we had like just crazy hours. And then the next week they wouldn't be in town and I'd have still a full schedule and I'd be so zapped. I couldn't really perform well. You know, it's like, so if you're doing a hundred hours, you're not going to do good the next week. And then if you do too many of those weeks anyway, back to back the, to the younger people doing this, don't think this is me just being old. This will wear on you very quickly. Like, even if you're younger, it doesn't matter. You will get zapped. And that's why delivery and other gig jobs are now in the top 10 most dangerous jobs in America. Yeah, I got a um, a buddy that bought a Tesla. Uh, he was using an Uber rental. And um, 
he didn't want to wait for a test driver one so he bought his own model y and he's like 25 years old and he's like complaining about sciatica type feelings in his back he just went and got it checked out and verified he doesn't have that i'm like bro that's because you need to do some like deadlifts and glute exercises you need to strengthen that back dude <laughs> you're sitting on in your car for eight to 12 hours yeah they say uh sitting is the new smoking it's just as bad for your body yeah. and uh in today's environment whether even i use my myself as an example all the time i sit work from home and then i go sit in a car and then i go sit and edit a video then i go to bed it's mm -hmm. uh yeah you gotta we gotta get moving you know, that's uh, it'll take a toll. So. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We have one body. We have to take care of it. So before bef I did find them real quick. So I just wanted to show you guys like how bad offers can be. And then we'll go to Shania's last, uh, uh, Shania's last story Shania. here. So Shania Twain. <laughs> <laughs> she's got some, she's got some cash. Shania Twain. She does. Yeah. I mean, Tony knows. I think most we'll of you know. I, I, too. I got, I actually <laughs> toured with her in Europe. So. Um, really? I know all about the behind the stage thing too. Like there's a group prayer every night and it's uh, she was all here. these artists are different. So it's, but okay, let's look at this. So this, <laughs> you guys, this is a bungee order <laughs> and you got to know it. First of all, if you're not seeing it, it's 2,400 pounds. Geezer has a, um, a cargo van. And this is it pays forty eight sixty five per person for two people. So you have to have a second person too. Oh no, that's what that's <laughs> half oh, no. So these are the orders where he'll write them. Like on this one, he wrote them back and said, "I'll do it for two fifty. I don't need a second person." <laughs> wow! So, I'll do it for two thousand four hundred and eighty dollars, a dollar a pound. And then, like, but see, then, like, here, then. if you look at some of these, like, I, where's the one that he was like? There was one he was really stoked on. Um, like the bottom one isn't too bad. That one he did the six eight hundred eighty-seven pounds for nine miles for two twenty-nine. But if you look at the others, they don't match up there. Like fifty-seven dollars for thirty-five pounds going you know whatever like then you start getting into other things but i think this is the this is the last one so he took the so uh, i mean obviously which one would you guys take on this 259 for one mile yeah and again he has a cargo van and so it's three even, items. Though the, even though the 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 weight is 1234 pounds what that end what that actually is is three different things it's not three items there were probably like a count of a hundred items but it was three different things. Like one of them was cement bags. Mm -hmm. So it was like 50, 20 cement bags was one, was one item. So it's more like, it's more like three categories. Right. It's not, it's not three items. It's three like categories and you're going to have a breakup of it. But like, that's a good pay, you know, it is, but I wouldn't be able to do it. No, but I mean, like, you know, look at like Tim Gigwise just got a, he just got a cargo van, you know, like these are the kind of things, these are the reasons I wanted to get one because these orders do exist in last mile. Wow. But you got to be picky and you got to get on the boards and you got to look and you got to be on the bidding side. And so, but that's why Geezer again had a, 
last month he did uh eight grand or nine grand. He said his goal for this year was a hundred grand. I had him on about a month ago and I said, I think you're going to hit 118. He goes, I'm going to be lucky to hit a hundred. Yep. On Wednesday, when I had him on yesterday, he said, I think I'm going to hit your number almost exactly. Wow. <laughs> I was like, Whoo! called it. <laughs> so, That's amazing though. <laughs> right. But this tip. is him. And this is him. Yes. He's still working a lot of hours. But he does like 60 to 65 hours and he does like what I do. He gets up early and he gets on these things and he has a cargo van. So he's working, you know, five, sometimes maybe six days a week, takes a day off full. And he's he has better hours than a lot of gig workers do. And he's still going to clear a lot of money this year. So there are, I guess my point is there are some spaces that a lot of you don't, you don't, you don't get into, but that's where the money is. Because the money is not DoorDash anymore, guys. I mean, I think no. that's clear to everybody now. That's not just some people like going, oh, we're DoorDash sucks. And then other people saying, no, it doesn't. I think everybody understands. It's horrible now. Well, they all suck for sure. <laughs> right. But DoorDash was the king and now it's losing customers. It's got, it is the most oversaturated app there is. I mean, there's not going to be any money to be made here if it keeps up like that. Yeah. It'll With DoorDash anyway. I'm saying DoorDash is not on a good. It's like they didn't plan for like the peak of customers ordering ever ending. It's like they just thought, well, this will just keep going up. Really? Like from a pandemic to now, you think that's just going to go up forever? Like now here we are in a tough economy and people are like, I can't afford DoorDash. Yeah, of course. You couldn't afford it before. You just didn't they notice did. it. DoorDash didn't invest. afford DoorDash. <laughs> <laughs> they have a negative net worth <laughs> yeah true i mean yeah yeah um so Cheyenne has a last story for us oh, yes that is true i do so my story is about a 12 year old that admits to robbing a dc uber each driver of his moped so in uh dc in june of this year the child because this is a child was 11 when it happened and it was him and two of his friends and they went and robbed a Uber Eats driver of his moped. And um, based on the reports, they're saying that, you know, the driver, you can, you can hear the driver saying, no, please, please, I'm working. This is my vehicle for work. Like, please. And then you see the driver go like this and the teen approached the driver while holding something in his waistband saying, if you don't stop or if you come near me, I'm going to shoot you. So this was a story. When I saw this, I'm like, my child is 11, like turning 12 next month. I can't even imagine. So one more year and you can put him in an Uber teen. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> I, can't, I can't even imagine that this would be something that children would be doing at that point. But then they also said that this was not his first arrest that summer. He was arrested. Where is it? Because he entered a plea deal. But he was arrested for like armed robbery and something. And the case got dismissed. And a few weeks later, now he's arrested for robbery again. And um, he entered into a plea deal. So now what he has to do, he has an ankle monitor and he has to go to school. And they're saying at his school that, you so know, send him to school. Yeah, exactly. They're no way. Make him yeah. be homeschooled. 
<laughs> yeah, no, he has to go to school and he has to wear his ankle monitor. And the teachers are saying that he's being very polite in school and he's paying attention and he's doing good. However, he lets the charge for his um, ankle monitor battery go down. So it dies. So this is what now the judges are saying. You can't let <laughs> you can't let your ankle monitor die um, because then we can't track you. So uh, you need to keep attending school and keep your battery charged or else you're going to come in and then we're going to actually like continue with the with the charges. And I'm like, what is this world coming to? He needs to be in jail straight up. This is ridiculous. Two times in one summer makes no sense. But what I wanted, like, first, I was freaking out about the fact that it's a child and everything that's going on. But also the part that got me was. You know, the guy was like, please, no, please, no. It's my vehicle. It's for work. Dude, if someone is trying to take your vehicle, I'm sorry. Don't we all have insurance for like car theft and stuff? Like there's there's nothing, especially if he's holding something in his waistband. There's absolutely nothing that you should put your life at risk for something material. Like this is completely my opinion. Obviously, everyone's going to have a different opinion. But this is what insurance is for. So if someone is coming to you to steal your vehicle or to steal your bike or to steal your moped or whatever you're using, here you go. Like, why? I don't know if I I see this completely different, but why would you argue with someone that obviously is not there? They're unhinged. So why go through all of that? Because he knows he's not going to win in court. It's a minor, like how. But, you might have, but there might be a from? gun involved in and this scenario if you push like it if, too far, and then who cares about court? If exactly, um, if it's like Colorado, I don't think you have to have. If it's a fifty cc or forty nine cc or whatever, you don't have to have insurance on your on your scooter. Oh, this is DC. I don't know how it works over well, there. Well, but he was on the scooter robbing the other person <laughs> with two friends. He was no. on the scooter, the robber. I thought the driver was getting robbed of his moped. He was getting robbed of his moped. Oh, I thought the moped person was robbing the car. No, he was getting robbed of his moped. Yeah, so his vehicle was the moped. Yeah. Yeah. So a moped, that's like a pedal bike. Like a but if you're in a car, you better make sure that if you're getting robbed, yeah, give them what they want, but get your phone because you better delete the app the minute you get robbed. Because otherwise, that'll be sent through to your insurance. And unless you're carrying the right insurance, you won't be covered. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think he had insurance on a moped. Right. That I'm saying that you can just let go. <laughs> right. I'm not saying he should have He should have tried to fight these people that are threatening to shoot him. But um, in D.C., this is just like a daily thing from what I understand. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're at the highest level of carjackings ever. And we're not at even 11? through the year. Yeah, well, that's the same city where those teenage girls killed that guy oh. in his Uber. And that's the Was same it? city where the, the the teen went missing on Monday. Yeah. And that's the same city where over 5,000 cars have been carjacked this and year alone. that's the same city where all our politicians are. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. Politicians have had their car jacked. There's two. I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I've seen this. Yeah, there. See, Nova Hustle. Hey, yeah. Nova. Nova you, would know. You know. Be careful out there, Nova. You don't want to get robbed by an 11-year-old, dude. 
on your. Dude, uh, if, no, if we got robbed by an eleven-year-old, I'd be shocked. On empower, I don't think he'd know, beat right? the kid up, but I feel like he'd laugh at him and be like, "Beat it, kid." <laughs> <laughs> he pulls out his boomstick. Smack him upside of his head. What are you doing? <laughs> He's like, "My pew pew's better." <laughs> It's just scary out there. So we, we it's even worse when with, it's a kid. Cause like what, as an adult, you're like, I'm going to beat up a kid. Like, like that's the thing. You're like, it's a child. Like you already, if you see a child coming towards you, you're not going to really pay them any attention because you're like, Oh, it's a child, whatever. But then they go and do this. And you're like, wait, what just happened here? You can be my child. Like, how is this happening? But we just got to keep our head on a swivel because it's getting dark now very early and there's crazy people out there. I'm surprised. I'm surprised they're letting. I'm t- with Tony. I'm surprised they're letting the kid with an ankle go to school. Yeah. yeah. If I my I mean, kids what's were in the, that school, even though we homeschool, I would be pulling them out. Like right, but also isn't that a bad sign for kids at the school? Like, dude, if you if you go rob you somebody, you get one of these anklets, somebody, and you just let the battery die and get out of school. It's crazy. <laughs> so, okay, we're talking about. You see, I doubt he's probably the only kid in the school with ankle monitor. Sad to say. <laughs> yeah. You're maybe right. <laughs> you are maybe right. WWE moves. <laughs> so close stunner. <laughs> oh, and he also all he also has to enter a diversion program for six to nine months. So what's that gonna do? That'll burn for six to nine months. Let him meet That'll... other criminals that he can get in a gang with. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Put him in solitary confinement. That's like intro to gang 101. Let him know, let him think about his wrongs. It's so crazy. Right here, meet like-minded individuals. Jesus. I just find it so funny when they're like, "Oh, he's doing great in school, but yet he lets his ankle monitor battery go dead." Like, what? Yeah, that's because he threatened to go kill his teacher's family. Like, yeah, he's doing great. I mean, just to put this into perspective, though, like this is one story, but the one Tony brought up before we get out of here, I got to say this. The one Tony brought up is very disturbing. These girls like tried to kill the or did kill the guy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were like he was hanging on and they were running him against walls and signs and things. And I mean, they really messed this guy up. Not only did they and kill him, obviously he's messed up. But didn't like, you do were, a follow up on that? And they got off pretty easy. Yeah, of course they were. I can't remember their ages, but that's what the ages is. 12, what got thirteen them years old. Yeah, the, by that age they were like, oh, we're not going to be in trouble. Manslaughter, like that, should be tried as an adult. I mean, that's look at guys. Like I don't think that we're all in the dark about this. That's why part part of Chicago's biggest part of the problem is that gang members use minors to do the the big crimes. Because they can't yeah. go to jail for they'll go to juvie. So they, you know, like they all the time are like, you know, there should be an app for that. <laughs> <laughs> Let minors do my dirty work, you know, like, and then <laughs> the minor app, not coal miner, but right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, I don't know. I, I, uh, Call it and minor it, connect. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. No background checks required. Right. Yeah. Juvie no. connect. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah. No, uh, like, on, on the weekends, it's surging. Yeah. Weekend at nighttime. <laughs> right. Weekend at nights, it's surging. It's got a multiplier. 
<laughs> like six times to go commit a felony down here. Where they have streets? I'm going to the hot zone. <laughs> We're paying a rank up in the in this clan with a um, with a stolen moped. You bring me a moped, yeah. you get ranked up. You're a commander now. It's so crazy. But um, you guys, so I'm gonna I'll 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 do this real quick. So Kim's side money plan. She has videos dropping every day. She does uh, um, Money Hungry every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, she drops amazing videos. She does... What else do you do, Kim? You do other things, too. Uh, I'm like, ah. She does I mean, I guess, Well, I mean, part, part of it's the fact that we can't talk about something. She has other YouTube channels. She does delivery. She does... She's she's a like what I really like. Have as many streams of income coming in as you can. Yeah, find new up, ones. On. Step I outside. Think... Step outside of your comfort zone. Find new ways to earn. Yeah, I think I'm up to 16 apps at this point. So wow, just yeah. Go have multiple stuff coming in. That's the only thing I can say. Even not just you know apps like. Get if you know if you're crafty, get on the Etsy. If you're YouTube, you know, and want to create videos, do YouTube. Like, there's so many different ways to make money out there. Just have multiple streams of income. Just don't steal mopeds. Don't nope. steal mopeds and don't be a miner doing it. <laughs> and uh, John, what do you what do you got going on? Hopefully, I'm hoping John has some shipped content coming. I really am because I'm hope I'm hoping to see if I even want to re onboard or try with shipped. Just drop some. So yeah, I dropped. Uh, I, got I mean, like, I mean, scoop. as the holidays approach more, though, even like if it really ramps up a bit for him. So yeah, I just today I did. Uh, well, um, I have the ship video, but coming up, but yeah, just today I've been doing ship. Did one order today, bigger than I've ever seen on Spark for a long time. But a forty dollar order. Um, you know, they always come through at six or seven dollars, and so it's a dice roll. But I'm trying to to get down to a science of uh, being able to accurately predict which orders tip but another video i do have coming up is uh about how to get guaranteed tips on ship so there is a way essentially to get uh that make sure that six dollar order does not stay a six dollar order so yeah that's coming out when i flesh that out and then i got a a walmart spark video coming up kind of going into the uh the sinister implication of the, the bot problem so uh which yeah. is a huge problem we've been talking to people all i mean that walmart sparks app is so freaking annoying it's like every 10 seconds it's sending you the same orders over and over and over and they all suck because the bots took the good ones <laughs> yeah it's you know it's look at i was talking to kim and asked her if this would be a good idea and for this one maybe we'll just invite everybody to come on but like the week before christmas and new year's which is two weeks in a row um, I told Kim, let's do a three best and three worst gigs apps of, of the year. So maybe we'll invite everybody who's been on the round table if they want to, to come on and let's talk about this. Cause I, I think we'd see a lot of differences in markets and I think we'd hear some really hilarious stories. And I think we'd have some good conversation too. Like, Oh, I love oh, spark sucks. Man. <laughs> like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. To kind of, I guess it would Instacart showcase sucks. market to market is my point. Um, because if somebody gets on here like random Ryan and starts bragging about Instacart, I'm going to just go do nuts on him and be like, <laughs> stop talking. You're talking about Austin, not Instacart. <laughs> Austin's the only market that Instacart's good in. So shut up. <laughs> I don't know. Lou and Mary's market's pretty darn good with Instacart. So honestly, 
Yeah, Lou but and Mary. They're even, but they're moving over more to doing more shipped. Yeah. Every so, time you guys talk about Lou and Mary, I'm like, just remember when I was talking to Lisa about one of their videos and I called them Larry and Moo. <laughs> 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 um and then Cheyenne, I've seen you dropping videos. So um are you doing any other lives or any video do videos drop on a certain day? Is there things yeah, people no. should know about your channel? No, they don't drop on a specific day. It's really based on when I can get them out, mixed with all the other things that I have <laughs> going on as well. Kind of like Kim, I have a lot of different, you know ventures going on and uh but i do have one that i'm editing right now hopefully i'll get it out within the next few days and no lives planned yet but i will be doing a live this month that's for sure because that was fun yeah i was in walmart picking up some water um for my uber black customers no just for me but <laughs> I'm like watching her video and she's in a tank top and it's snowing in Denver. I'm like, dang, <laughs> it's warm in Canada. We got snow over here. <laughs> I'm like, and that, yeah, and I'm northeastern Canada. <laughs> like, look, what it's should be the now. coldest? <laughs> it's cold now. It's definitely cold I'm now. Like, I'm gonna that be was a... just that one order. I was hot because I don't yeah. know about you guys, but whenever I do an Instacart order, especially at Costco, like I get hot. So when I got in the car, I took off the sweater and I just had on like my workout shirt. So yeah, that was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I was like, dang, I need to be a winter snowbird for going north, I guess. Not at all. <laughs> we go down south. <laughs> so Tony, and what do you have going on? So I've got um, some stuff filmed. I've got to gather up the content. I'm going to be like a week behind things. But um, working on the full self-driving out of debt series and uh, definitely got to get a good process going for that. But that's coming out hopefully next week. I'll have enough edited and ready to just schedule for release. And uh, that way I can edit um, one week in advance, I guess. <clears throat> and then uh, we got the Driven family in the chat there. Her channel's growing pretty good. Um, so if you are interested in non-gig content but still want to see the Drivens, head over there. Yeah. Um, and also, if you guys haven't subscribed to all these channels up here, make sure you do. I mean, I think that most of the regulars who are here every week do, but if you're listening in or you're here on the replay, make sure you subscribe to all these channels. They're all good channels. Um, and so until next week, you guys, um, stay safe. Earn and earn smart. I say that all the time, but I mean it more now than ever. Earn smart. You know, don't just be on DoorDash to be on DoorDash waiting for it to turn around, you know, or other apps. Don't get on other apps and start really, even if you've never really tried them, but you're on them, use them, try them, see what they do. Cause they can't do much worse than DoorDash for you. I mean, if there's <laughs> any volume at all, you're going to make more money. I, I don't know. I mean, my, I can tell you in my three worst that when we have that, Right now, I think it's Roadie, DoorDash, and Spark. I think you're the only person. What up, Gary? It's because Gary. <laughs> it's because I did an advertisement for you, a personal one. The only reason why you shouldn't have the Maximo and DUH app is because you don't have an Android. Yeah, we're trying to keep it at the 75 minutes, Gary, but 
you know, without you here, it's kind of impossible. So why don't Just you get moved and out of that, that Airbnb? You guys man. are coming out. <laughs> but good night, everybody. And thank you for joining us. And we'll see you back here next week. Good night.